lyrically, I think it's a great example of in that he paints such a picture and, and brings nature and worship together in and the lang just his use of language is so uh, impactful to me. It's like uh, if I could write songs, I, I would like to be able to to express myself with the language that he uses in that. Uh, it's just. I, I think in pictures anyway, often, and so that song just draws pictures for me that are, are just so impactful. That was David Mullins, and this is the Things Above podcast. My guest today is David Mullins. David. Mullins, welcome to the Things Above conversation. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Well, it's it's a pleasure. I've wanted to have you on the podcast for quite a long time, actually, and um, I'm glad we're finally able to do it because there's so much that um, I mean. I just love talking with you because you are you have so much of this. I don't know. It's this Mullins homespun wisdom, Bible knowledge, depth weird things you say, you know, <laughs> that's a Mullins trait, uh, the weirdly, oddly deep, which is just so fun. So I'm glad that our listeners get a chance. So for those who don't know David, let me just say a brief word and let you fill in blanks, David, but David Mullins um, is pastor who lives in Kingsport, Tennessee, Colonial Heights Christian Church is where he's the pastor. Um, but David is also the, the brother of Rich Mullins, the famous Christian singer-songwriter, Rich Wal, Rich, Rich Waruru, the famous Christian singer-songwriter, Rich Mullins. Uh, I almost said Wayne because you call him Wayne. Yeah. And, and, um, the, and, I, and that was weird for me because when I met him, he was just Rich. And then I learned he's also Wayne because Wayne is his middle name. And that's what you guys all called him growing up. Um, but Dave and I actually met in an unhappy way <laughs> because we met after Rich died. So Rich, again, for listeners, uh, Rich Mullins, who wrote Awesome God and Singing Praise to the Lord, a bunch of amazing hits in contemporary Christian music and toured around and had an amazing career, um, but left all of that to pursue a career in teaching music to Native American uh, students on the reservation. And so he came to Friends University, which is where I am, and that's how I met Rich. Rich came to Friends and was a student here, got his music ed degree, and during that time actually lived with my wife Megan and I, lived in our attic apartment, and so became very close friends over a two-and-a-half-year period with Rich. Then he left, went to the reservation, and sadly uh, died in a car accident in the fall of 1997. And so I was um, grieving, as were thousands and thousands of people and fans and and uh, a part of the funeral that was in Indiana. And that's where um, I was thankfully warned by someone to said, you have, you've not met Dave, his brother, right? And I said, no, I haven't met Dave. I've seen his picture. He has, you know, there's a picture of Dave up in Rich's apartment at our house. And he talked a lot about him, but I haven't met him. And, and someone, I think it was maybe our good friend, Jim Dunning, who said, well, you need to be prepared because he looks a lot like Rich and he sounds a lot like Rich. And sure enough, you do. And I'm glad I was warned because when I met you, uh, the night before the funeral, uh, it was kind of, it was strange for me, but we became good friends and actually Megan and I drove you and Robin around 
your wife and we became good friends back then. But how do you recall that time of our meeting, Dave? That was a, that was strange for you too, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, very strange. And um, actually the, all around the funeral and, and a lot of that is really, really uh, just kind of fuzzy. Um, you know, there's so many things when you're, when you're going through that, that in the moments you think, oh, I'm taking all of it in. And then you get away from it and you go, man, I, I don't remember that. I don't, you know, Robin will talk about things and I'm like, I just don't remember it at all. But, um, I mean, I do remember you all, all being there. Um, and, uh, that was, that was fun. Cause, uh, he had told me about you and, um, and so I, I had, had looked forward to getting to meet you at some point, uh, just uh, not the circumstances I would have liked for that to have been. Exactly. I felt the same way. I mean, he had told me many times, oh, you got to meet my brother, Dave. You guys are going to hit it off. And, so, and we did. And we have. And we've been friends for about 23, coming up on 23 years now. And I consider you one of my best friends. We did a lot of, lot of time together in, uh, in a Bible study and accountability group and got to know each other well. Well, Dave, I thought it might be fun for listeners to um, hear you and I talk a little bit about some of the songs that have been, um, you know, impactful for us, songs that kind of continue to minister and teach us. And so um, we, you and I talked ahead of time and we, we scored, an, it was very hard to narrow it down to three, but I thought we might talk a little bit about three songs and maybe um, listen a little bit to some of those songs and then talk yeah. about them. Um, but uh, I know we, you, the color green is, is important to you. And um, talk a little bit about color green, and then we'll listen uh, to a little bit of the song. Yeah, what I think the color green uh, for me, a, a couple of things. I, the musically, I, I love what he does um, in that song, but but lyrically, I think it's a great example of of in that he paints such a picture and and brings nature and worship. Uh, together in and the lang just his use of language is so uh impactful to me it's like uh if i could write songs i i would like to be able to to express myself with the language that he uses in that uh, uh it's just I, I i think in pictures anyway often and so that song just draws pictures for me that are are just so impactful so yeah well, let's listen to a little bit of it, and then we'll talk a little bit more. How about that? Gosh, I, I do love that song so much. And I think you said exactly the, the same sentiments I have, that he's, he's looking at creation as um, you know, the blue for the sky, the color green. 
And I remember one time he said to me, and I was talking about this song with him. He's like, think about how much God must have loved green and blue. Like the sky is yeah. blue most of the time. And the, the earth is mostly green. And if you go out in space and look, it's this blue green ball of, you know, water and, and earth and, and just how it's giving praise to God. And, and I love what you said too, Dave, because there's that line within the song about, um, it's almost like the people go to the meeting house and there's this idea that, that, that the people are praising, but the creation's yeah. praising, which I love. I love that. That's so cool. And it has that Irish yeah, it's, feel uh, to it. And yeah, the, the Irish thing, because you guys, the Mullen, yeah. yeah. And the Mullins family, you guys do have Irish connection, do, right? yes. Yeah. And oddly enough, I mean, listeners may need to know this, Dave, because we did, I did, <laughs> Dave and I are cousins, Dave and Rich, Rich and I and Dave and I, uh, we are seventh cousins once removed, <laughs> which I think is so funny. <laughs> and I only know that because someone who read Room of Marvels, yeah, Room of Marvels that I talked about, uh, a woman who read that and also knew in an arrow and knew Rich's story, a big fan of Rich's work actually did that, a genealogy. And there's a, tr we go, we go back like, I don't know, 10 generations or crazy something. And we have someone similar in the, in our lineage, yeah. which is crazy so that we are okay, cousin. Um, let's, <laughs> let's talk about another song, um, that's important to both of us. And that song is hold me Jesus. That song is important to me on many levels. It's it's one of my favorite songs of his in general, just because well, it's a prayer. And I think it's just something all of us feel. And of course, the backstory of the song that he would talk a lot about is that he was in Amsterdam and and restless late at night and, you know, thinking, boy, I could really go sin. I could sin a lot in this city. And because you can in Amsterdam. And he would talk about, he said, you know, but I just was praying, you know, hold me, Jesus, just hold me. I'm shaking like a leaf on a tree. Um, there's this fire burning within me, and yet I want to be faithful to you and just hold on to me. And, uh, well, let's listen to a little bit of Hold Me, Jesus, and then Dave, give us some of your thoughts uh, on that as well. Well, sometimes my life just don't make sense at all. When the mountains look so big All my faith just seems so small So hold me Jesus Cause I'm shaking like a leaf You have been king of my glory Won't you be my prince of peace Hard inside my soul I swear there must be blisters on my heart So hold me, Jesus Cause I'm shaking like a leaf You have been king of my glory Won't you be my prince of peace? Surrender So many walls Now I'm falling down I'm falling on my knees 
the Salvation Army Band is playing this hymn. And your grace rings out so deep, it makes my resistance seem so good. Dave, go ahead and t- talk a little bit about the song from your perspective. Yeah, I, there's so many lines in that song that. Um, oh, that I know. Just re- again, they just. I've heard other people say this, but I, I for sure a lot of times feel like, man, you wrote what I feel. Um, there, what he talked about, surrender don't come natural to me. I'd rather fight you for something I don't really want than to take what you give that I need. And I've beat my head against so many Now I'm falling down. I'm falling on my knees. Um, and it's like, oh man, I, I know that feeling. Um, yeah. But, and one of the things that I always think about with that song, you know, a lot of people love that. And, um, when they're, when they're facing trials or hardships, you know, that's a song that, that a lot of people think of. And, and and I remember him talking about it and he's like, yeah, no, I think that's, I'm, I'm glad for that, but it's really a song about temptation. Um, right. It's not about, oh, the world's out of control around me. Hold on to me. It's no, no, no. I'm tempted. I, I need you to hold me to. So, uh, yeah, that, that is kind of always struck me. Uh, there's a lot of his songs, yeah. that, you know, I know it like with awesome God, he talked about, um, you know, we sing it like, oh, how wonderful our God's an awesome God. And he kind of is like, no, I was kind of writing it. No, we should be afraid. Like <laughs> yeah, we, right. He's not safe. Uh, you, yeah. Aslan. So. Yeah. He's yeah. good, but not safe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's, that of course is his most you know well-known song. And, and a song that actually, I mean, maybe people be surprised to know he didn't care to sing it a lot. I mean, the first time I asked him to, to sing in our chapel here at Friends, because he said he would play in a chapel. And I said, okay. And he said, right before he's about to go, he goes, is there any special song you want me to play? And I was like, well, obviously Awesome God. And he goes, nah, I don't want to play. <laughs> it's like, it's like what, what, wait, what? That's the song everyone knows. He goes, yeah, I'm kind of yeah. tired of it. Because he, he sang it 8 million times. But I think I asked him to play If I Stand and a couple of others, um, which he did. But um, yeah, as you said, Dave, there's, there's so many lines within that song. And I, I agree. It's like, yeah, he, he's speaking for us all when you have that feeling of, man, I surrender. Oh, it's so hard. It's not natural. I want to fight you. And that line, as you said, for something I don't really want than to take what you give that I know I need, you know, I mean, that's that, that's, that's what he was so gifted at was, was describing that. That song's also important to me because the, he shot the music video for that song in our house up in the attic apartment. 
And um, I, I had come back from a speaking engagement and it was, I think it was like a Sunday night and it was late and he was, they were doing their eighth or ninth take in the, of doing it. And they were up and they had, they had strung up so many lights to shoot the video that it, uh, it knocked out the power, not just in our house, but on our block. <laughs> our, our blo- okay, like, Megan, like, I walked in the house, it's like 10 o'clock at night, I'm dead tog- tired. And Megan's got a pot of coffee. I'm going, what are you doing? She's like, yeah, the rich is shooting a video upstairs and uh, you can go up and watch. And I'm going, so what are you doing? She goes, I'm making the guys coffee because they're still working. And, you know, oh, and by the way, the power went out for the block. And uh, so whenever I see that, that video, I just get, you know, I think of that night of them doing that. Do you think about the carpet that they got rid of? Oh, geez. <laughs> yes. Because yeah, that's the other thing. Anybody who's listening to this, if you watch the music video to Hold Me Jesus, you'll notice it's this bare wooden floor. And that's because Rich had asked if he could, re- he said, can I just make this kind of my own, this attic apartment? Can I, and I thought that meant put up a few pictures or something, <laughs> but he decided to try to redo the, the wall, the ceilings. And he tried to put this, this heavy um, sort of textured paint on the ceilings. And he was horrible at it. And he didn't put anything, any cloth down. So it all fell on the carpet, ruined the carpet. And he threw the carpet out the window. Out of the attic apartment window. He just threw it out. (laughs) Oh, boy. That was another fun night when I came home. I was like, there's carpet in the driveway, and it's not a bad carpet. Anyway, crazy, crazy. Well, one last song um, is the song Creed uh, that you and I both have a connection with. I know I love it because, uh, you know, for me, well, and he had been reading, you know, Chesterton's book, Orthodoxy, and we talked a lot about that book. and. There's that line that Chesterton says about the Christian faith. I didn't make it, but it is making me, you know, it's, it's, it, it's shaped me and formed me And the creed. In this case, the apostles creed is something that shapes and forms us. And it makes me, you know, I, I, like you said earlier, Rich loved the church as much as, or more than anyone I knew. Um, but the church is really founded on, this is what we believe. This is our credo, our creed, our faith. And we believe in these things. Um, Let's listen to a little bit of Creed, and then, then Dave, if you'd talk a little bit about that, that would be great. So how about that? He was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, he was crucified and dead and buried in Dave, any thoughts on on Creed? Any connection you have with that song? Yeah, I, um, that that is for sure always one of of my uh, absolute favorites. I, I think, um, and I I can't hear it without uh, various concerts uh, coming to to my mind. Um, there is just something. Uh, with that song in particular, I think hearing um, a whole auditorium full of people singing that with uh, a great amount of 
passion and um, that mm. is is just. I don't know if I ever got through it at a concert without coming to tears and just having to stop singing, um, because to hear God's people worship is such a moving thing. And there is something mm-hmm. about just that with that song, just straight out the, you know, the apostles creed and, um, and hearing people seeing that at the top of their voices. Uh, I don't, yeah, there's not a whole lot more moving and beautiful to me. And then, and then, like you said, you know, I love the line. I didn't make it. It's making me, um, and man, I think that's one of the things that that uh, our world just needs right now is yeah is for our faith to be molding us into the image of Christ in such a way that they that they see beyond the church as a institution to the, those foundations. Um, and that, yeah, I love that yeah. song. Uh, it, it always brings me. Yeah, I do too. It does, and I and I love the dulcimer, the hammered dulcimer that he was. I mean, so, I could I remember just going up into the the attic attic apartment and watching him play the the dulcimer, and it just it's one of those instruments that when you watch someone play it is just uh, maybe more than any other instrument. It's just more fun to watch someone play it, even yeah. you know, and the sound is beautiful, but just. Just to those those wooden are they called mallets? I don't know which. What do you call Hammers. them? Sticks. The the oh, jeez, of course. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> the, the, the hammers, of course. It's the hammers. Anyway, but just to watch him and the just the way he would just dance. It was like dancing all, all over the yeah. dulcimer, and um and the beautiful sound. So, well, we could talk about we could just go on forever talking about all these songs and the the insights and so forth, but. Um, boy, I hope listeners enjoy that because I know I did just, I, I can, I listen to his music, music still. I mean, it's, 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 isn't it interesting too, Dave, how his, the music doesn't really age. I mean, it, it's, it's now, it's, it's still as relevant, you know, a lot of music just after, you know, who listens to disco now, yeah. unless it's just kind of just for a throwback or something, right. but a lot of music ages, but his music, this doesn't age. It's still, it's just gorgeous. And that's cause he was such a great musician, I think yeah. as well. Um, yeah. Well, Dave, you are a, a beloved brother in Christ, and I'm so grateful for you and your work and your ministry. And I know you also do some some wonderful retreats. Uh, talk a bit about the Walking Stick retreats and what you guys do. Yeah, uh, Walking Stick is a uh, it kind of came together. Um, there are uh, actually a lot of people who did ministry uh, with Rich uh, back before he went to Nashville when he was in Cincinnati. Uh, that uh, we've kind of connected and, and started, uh, doing these retreats. Um, and, uh, we, we do one or two a year, uh, and, and just on various topics. And, um, but, but one of my favorite things is, is just the community that has been, uh, built, uh, one of the, one of the impacts of, of Rich's life and, and the people around him, uh, on me as I was growing up and seeing him, you know, he was 12 years older. So, uh, was he always had community around him. You could tell it was yeah. so important to him. Um, and, and for me to be able to plug in with, uh, 
uh, a lot of people that he that he journeyed with uh, years ago uh, has been so fun. And then that that's had such a strong sense of community uh, in the leadership that I think the people who have come to the retreats have found um, a great sense of community uh, as well. Uh, so uh, it, it's been a, it's been a really fun thing to be able to be a part of. So. That's cool. And people can um, find out on at uh, what walkingstickretreats.org. Is that yeah. the, yep. the website? And it's all one word, walkingstickretreats.org. Yeah, I encourage people to check that out, see when the next one is and where it is and, and how to get connected. But um, Dave, love you, brother. And I'm so glad that we, we I don't like how we came together as friends, but uh, I'm grateful that we are and grateful for you and the work you do. Thanks, man. I, I am so thankful. Uh, yeah. I, I was excited when you asked, so uh, I, I love anything I can do that, that involves you. So, Amen, man. It's so fun. All right, brother. Well, blessings on the work that you're doing, and, um, and again, thanks for being on the podcast, and we'll do it again. Let's I'd love do it to. again. All right. Thanks, Dave. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with David Mullins. I know I did, and I hope you'll join me next week. Until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Brian Smith. And you can learn more about this podcast at ApprenticeInstitute.org. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend. And you can also subscribe, which means you're going to get them automatically each week. My hope is that one day, if you're asked, what's on your mind? Your answer will be things above.